0: Welcome back to the TNM Science Podcast with myself, Matt Greger, and with me as always, Tommy Melinda. We are on episode 17, which is the skeletal system. In this segment, we will be discussing the major functions of the skeletal system and talk about the bones and how they work together with the body.
1: We'll get started off by talking about the overall functions of the skeletal system. Matt, would you like to tell us a little bit about what the skeletal system does for our overall body?
0: sure thing so there are five main functions the first two are movement and support the bones fit together through joints and ligaments these allow our body to move freely in many ways and gives the body flexibility and shape bones are also the main structural support system for our body they give the shape size and framework of the body bones also aid the body in blood cell production and mineral storage They produce red blood cells from the red marrow found in spongy bones, which helps transport oxygen to the body's tissues, and it also stores minerals, such as magnesium, fluoride, potassium, sodium, and calcium, just to name a few. Lastly, bones offer great protection for our vital organs. A couple great examples of this is our body's rib cage, which protects our vital organs, such as the lungs, the sternum protects our heart, and the cranium protects our
1: brain. Thanks for that great interview, Matt. We're now going to send it over to our guest expert, Dr. Gregory, to answer some of your questions. Remember, if you guys think of questions during our podcast today, make sure to send them over to our social media account, and maybe we'll answer them in next week's episode. First of all, thank you for joining us, Dr. Gregory.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: The first question our listeners sent in is, what are the major groups of bones?
2: The skeletal system is divided into two major sections, axial and appendicular bones. The axial bones make up the central axis of the body. They include the skull, spine, ribs, and sternum. The appendicular bones, which include the shoulders, arms, hips, and legs, form the appendages and limbs.
1: Great explanation, Gregory. Our next question is, what different types of bones are there?
2: There are four basic bone shapes, long, short, flat, and irregular. Long bones make up your arms, legs, and fingers short bones are your wrists and ankles flat bones are the sternum and skull irregular bones make up the spine
1: thanks for the clarification now our audience would like to know what is the structure of a bone
2: bones are made up of four typical layers the periosteum the compact bones spongy bone and bone marrow the periosteum is a thin membrane that covers the long bones the compact bone sits beneath the periosteum spongy bone is Below the compact bone bone marrow fills all the gaps between the spongy bone
1: Wow a lot of that information is new to me Jerry asks what other parts of are there in a bone?"
2: there's the articular cartilage which sits on top of the bone and acts as a cushion next there is the epiphysis and that is the top and bottom parts of the bone it contains the spongy bone the epiphyseal plate is a disc of hyaline cartilage that grows in childhood The next part is the diaphysis, which is the shaft of the long bone. It has the endosteum, which are the bone-forming cells. The medullar cavity contains yellow marrow, which stores fat. An artery runs throughout the bone.
1: Sounds good, Dr. Gregory. Our next listener would like you to specifically describe the bones within the axial group.
2: First is the skull. The skull is a very important bone in the axial group. It is made up of the frontal, occipital, parietal, temporal, sphenoid, zygomatic, zygomatic arch, maxilla, mandible, nasal, lacrimal, ethmoid, styloid process, coronal suture, sagittal suture, vomer, and foramen magnum. All of these bones and parts work together to protect the brain. Next is the sternum. The sternum is the group of bones in the chest that protects the organs and the torso. The parts of the sternum are the body, manubrium, and xiphoid process. The vertebrae give support to and protect the spinal cord. These bones bear most of the weight in the spine. The parts of the vertebrae are the body, the spinous process, transverse process, and vertebral foramen. The vertebrae make up the vertebral column. The vertebral column from top to bottom are the atlas, axis, cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacrum, and coccyx. The atlas and axis support the head and give mobility. The cervical bones are the ones near the neck. The thoracic bones are the upper back. The lumbar vertebrae are the ones in the lower back. There are seven cervical bones, 12 thoracic and 5 lumbar. The sacrum and coccy- coccyx strengthen and stabilize the pelvis.
1: Awesome explanation of the axial group. Could you describe the appendicular bones as well?
2: Sure. The major bone groups of the appendicular bones are the pelvis, clavicle, scapula, humerus, ulna, radius, femur, patella, tibia, fibula, hand, and foot. Within the pelvis are the ilium, the iliac crest, the ischium, the acetabulum, the pubic, the pubic symphysis, the foramen, the ischial tuberosity, the sacrum, and coccyx. All these parts work together to provide attachment for muscles which support the trunk and move the hips, legs, and trunk. Next, there is the clavicle. This small bone near the top of the shoulders transmits forces from the upper limb to the axial skeleton. Due to its position and size, it is susceptible to fracture. The scapula is the next item. This bone is also called the shoulder blade. It connects the upper limb to the trunk. This allows motion and full function of the shoulder joint. The parts of the scapula are the spine, the glenoid cavity, the coracoid process, and the acromion. The humerus is the upper arm bone. It joins the shoulder and forearm. It consists of the head, trochlea, olecranon fossa, capitulum, deltoid tuberosity, medial epicondyle, and lateral epicondyle. These work together as attachment sites for muscles and ligaments. The ulna is a long bone within the forearm. It is a stabilizing bone that pivots with the radius to produce movement. Within the ulna, the olecranon and trochlear notch work to create this movement. The radius is the other long bone in the forearm. It is parallel to the ulna. It pivots around the ulna to produce movement. One notable feature on the radius is the head, which is a disc-shaped structure with a concave articulating surface. The long bone in the body is the femur. It is the only bone in the thigh. It helps to transmit forces from the tibia to the hip joint. It is a site of origin and attachment for multiple muscles and ligaments. The femur has many notable features along the bone. The head, neck, greater trochanter, lesser trochanter, lateral condyle, medial condyle, lateral epicondyle, and medial epicondyle all help the femur perform its function and attach to other ligaments. The patella is the bone on the front of the knee. It is also known as the kneecap. It fits in within the patellofemoral groove of the femur, where it attaches superiorly to the quadricep tendon and inferiorly to the patellar ligament. Its two functions are leg extension and protection. Next is the tibia. The tibia is the main bone of the leg, which makes up the shin. It is the second largest bone in the body due to its need to bear weight. The patella ligament attaches to the tibial tuberosity on the tibia. The medial malleolus is a bony projection that articulates within the tarsals to form the ankle. The fibula is the other major bone of the leg. It is lateral to the tibia and much thinner. Its main purpose is to help muscles attach. The head is in a large part which helps the articulation with the lateral condyle of the tibia. The lateral malleolus is the bone on the outside of the ankle joint. Next are the bones of the hand. The bones of the hand are divided into three main categories carpal bones, metacarpals, and phalanges. Carpals are a set of eight irregularly shaped bones located in the wrist area. There are five metacarpals that are all related to your fingers. The phalanges are the bones of your fingers. Each finger contains three phalanges, except for the thumb, which has two. These all work together to give support and flexibility to soft tissues. Finally, there are the bones of the foot. These bones give mechanical support for soft tissue and help to bear weight. The bones in the foot can also be divided into three main categories. First, the tarsals. They are a set of seven irregularly shaped bones that are located in the ankle area. Next are the metatarsals. These five bones connect the phalanges to the tarsals. Last are the phalanges. The phalanges are the bones of the toes. Each toe connects to three phalanges except for the big toe, which only has two.
1: Wow, I guess they really don't call Dr. Gregory an expert for nothing.
0: No kidding, Tommy. Tommy. Dr. Gregory did an amazing job. Now, we have to take a quick break for our sponsor.
2: This episode of the TNM podcast is sponsored by Kenny's Milk. Milk is incredibly important for the body, and it has many nutritional benefits. Among them are a large quantity of calcium, potassium, phosphorus, magnesium, and zinc, along with vitamins A, D, and B12. Seven to eight grams of protein in the forms of casein and whey are present in one cup of milk. All nine essential amino acids are also present in milk, which aids the body in optimal function. Milk strengthens the bones of people, increasing both their density and overall weight, especially in children. Dairy and other calcium-filled products help pregnant women to give birth to children with higher bone weight and density. Drinking milk is also associated with lower risk of certain diseases, such as osteoporosis, strokes, and some cardiovascular diseases. You can find Kenny's Milk at your local grocer. Drink Kenny's
0: Milk. I definitely recommend that you guys head out to the store and get some of Kenny's milk because trust me, it's delicious. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the TNM Podcast, which is all about the skeletal system. Please leave any comments you might have for questions about this topic or other topics you want us to talk about in the future. Next week, we'll be going into the muscular system, so that's going to be great. And we'll see you guys next week. I hope you have a great day.